This is Tom Fox. Welcome to the newest edition in the Compliance Podcast Network, my latest podcast, Compliance and Coronavirus. As the voice of compliance, I wanted to start a podcast which will help bring both clarity and sanity to the field of compliance, the compliance practitioner, and indeed the compliance profession during this worldwide health and healthcare crisis taking up a variety of topics as diverse as working from home to sporting events, to the role of the board of directors, to crisis management, to the role of supply chains. We will look at all of these in this podcast. If you have a topic you'd like covered on compliance and coronavirus, please let me know. I'd be happy to do a podcast on it. In this episode, I visit with Jed Gardner, Senior Vice President at Line Data Technology. We talk about moving from disaster recovery to business continuity, to business as usual in the age of coronavirus. It's a fascinating exploration of how you can move to be able to respond to literally any crisis which may engulf your company going forward. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again for another episode. And today I have with me Jed Garner. Jed is the Senior Vice President at Line Data Technology. Jed, first of all, uh, welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. No problem, Tom. Thanks for having me again. Jed, uh, as you know, this podcast has been going on basically since mid-March, and the issues that we were talking about in mid-March and April are very different than the issues we're talking about today as we record this the first week of August. So I was wondering, uh, from your perspective and from your client base, was what are the three top questions you're getting about uh, COVID nineteen, the coronavirus health crisis, the economic dislocation, and of course overlaid with the end of privacy shield? Uh, I guess what are the biggest questions you're getting from your client base at this point in the coronavirus health crisis? Yeah, so I mean, it's been a really interesting ride. Um, I feel like the, the the beginning of all of it was. Um, everyone pushing really hard to get the best solutions that they can but now you see things setting in you start to see some real issues and um and issues that you couldn't have foreseen you know that like we were dealing with things like um an, an additional laptop being having to be you know needing to be sent out remotely to to someone's house or you know things like that uh, or does everyone have a spare power supply for their laptop because it just renders them useless if they don't have one you know those little things um but uh but now um you know i was talking as you know i'm i'm heavily um, involved in the investment side of uh, technology and um i was talking to one of the coos of one of our clients the other day um, and he was he was telling he was actually asking me how we would help him solve issues that they've had where they're trying to train their operational uh, staff who are coming in you know front office middle office back office staff um, who are um, trade assistants or um, or doing revrex things little things like that um, and they're having huge issues trying to train these people where they're not able to sit next to someone. And, how, and see the six screens in front of them and understand what they're doing. It's one of those things where, um, you know, he, I was saying to him, look, we, we, can, we can try and find technical solutions, but ultimately you might actually have to get them in the same room together um, to solve that problem because, there's, you know, technology won't solve everything. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, we, we, we've seen that, especially around operational um, um, businesses, um, we're, we're really getting a lot of questions around um, whether businesses need to keep their offices at all. 
um, you know, we've had a lot of our clients come back and say that they're going to let their leases expire and they're not even going to consider going back into New York until mid-2021 right now. And if you if you see what's happening and the way that it's coming back at us right now and we get into fall and winter and the predictions are right that it's going to get worse again before it gets better, then, um, you know, the, the, the question um, really becomes – does this stretch until the end of 2021? I, uh, you know, and, and no one really knows. And I think that, you know, we provided excellent um, technical solutions to the problems that came up initially around how, how are we going to just be BAU working from home? How do we use public cloud technology to solve that problem? Um, but these are, these are fundamental problems around having people around each other. Um, and some businesses just don't survive that well when that's, that, when that's the situation, you know. One of the things that I've observed in the time of coronavirus has been not that they're necessarily new trends, but trends that were sort of percolating along in 2019 and early 2020 have speeded up and speeded up almost exponentially. And so the speed of change has greatly increased. Is that something you've observed in your business as well? Yeah, and I would say it's reactive change, um, and and like you say, it's stuff that we knew before, and and um, you know we were we we were going out and talking about technologies, and you you've you've seen me um, across LinkedIn talking about all kinds of different te- new technologies and the way to use them, um, and you know a lot of businesses, especially in the financial sector, who just didn't want to adopt new technology, would just sit there and say flat out, no, I, I know there's a benefit here, but I just don't even want to do it yet. Um, and then you, you know, you get into this scenario, and all of a sudden you're in a reactive moment trying to adopt new technologies. And there's two things that happen: is that it creates a lot of stress initially, um, and and I'll tell you now, it's still going on now. We we are still experiencing that reactive level of people that are all of a sudden hitting new issues around how to train, like how to train operational staff, how to. Um, how to fax something when they don't have a fax, like little things like that. Um, and and so, um, you know, you, you end up in um, talking to them about, well, okay, so now we've got to go with it and you end up with this fear level of now we've got change and we didn't want change and we have to adapt to it and everything's different now. And we, we, we're not even in our office anymore and we're now going to have to adapt to this change to a very seamless change that then shows them that actually moving forward with the technology advances that are, you know, are, necess- are kind of required to compete in that area now, uh, especially in investment, um, isn't, a, isn't as scary as, it first, as they first thought. So if anything, what we're really seeing is there's a, a much um, more adventurous approach to the way that technology is being used to adapt to, um, to, to this kind of BCP concept and COVID concept um, where – they're thinking a lot more outside the box. And actually, I was talking to um, to the one of the COOs of one of the biggest investment groups in the world the other day, and he was telling me that you know they're they're really considering whether they just uh, have a work from home policy for operational staff, and then they shift all of their investment um, uh, 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 operations down somewhere else that's cheaper. You know, now that now that they've had this moment and they they were fearful of doing something like that, maybe that's the option or even outsourcing that process. Well, that, uh, could we perhaps take that thought in a little bit different direction? Because it strikes me yeah. that if a company uh, either doesn't have a lease or can get out of their lease, that uh, frees up money that may have been CapEx money, that may have been mm-hmm. uh, other monies that could go towards a technological solution or a technological investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sort of point one. 
are you seeing any of that? And then point two is um, in every crisis, there's opportunity. And the companies that can pivot more quickly to whatever this new normal is, either from a technological solution or other solution, strikes me as they they are going to have a leg up on their competition. Uh, are you seeing either of those two? Yeah, I, I would say that the I wouldn't say the spending is going crazy right now. I definitely think that they're holding the cash back on leases that they've expired. Um, in kind of an emergency fund waiting for something else to happen. I do believe that once we get into kind of March, April 2021, that money is going to start being spent. And I think the technology is where it's going to go um, to enhance. And, uh, you know, because we, we did, uh, you know, I, we did this webinar about BCP to BAU um, uh, just to try and give people a view on what our thoughts were on it. Um, and with BCP coming in, you know, the, really what we're advising is make the investment so that BCP isn't really a word anymore. You're just BAU the whole time, no matter where you are. And the most successful businesses that were able to use the dislocation in the markets to be able to make money were the, were the businesses that had that level of flexibility where they, they're already in that mindset where they hire people, the best people from anywhere in the world to help them grow their businesses. And so for them, it wasn't really a massive stretch to go and start thinking about doing something like that. Could you define BCP and BAU? Yeah, sure. Um, so business continuity plan is BCP. That's the plan that businesses have to deal with uh, situations like this, like pandemics, floods, um, you know, buildings falling down, those types of things. Um, and the pl- and, and BAU is business as usual. So taking business, your business continuity plan um, and in implementing it until you're operating as business as usual in your new format, whatever it is after your BCP event, is really what the B, B, the BCP plan, as people will call it, but it's actually got that's two plans, but uh, the BCP will allow you to do. Um, what we're really talking about is not is just abolishing business continuity plans and having technology that that is just BAU all the time that accounts for any situation, doesn't matter what it is. Um, wow. Uh, so I'm in Houston. Yeah. Uh, obviously hurricanes are a known factor mm-hmm. that are taken into account, uh, on the Texas Gulf coast, but we always talked about it in terms of, uh, disaster recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then business continuity, I think took that discussion to a much more holistic approach. But now I hear you saying, uh, let's even move beyond that. Let's have mm-hmm. business as usual for really any uh, perhaps short of a meteor striking the earth. Uh, and even in that case, you know, perhaps uh, we can put a technological solution in place that allows us to move assets, to have the flexibility to continue to deliver a service or product. Yeah. And, 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 and it is that, right. It, it's, it's thinking about that, you know, so, so Tom, let's say that you've got five, you, you've started a, a startup, right. And you're, and you're taking all your money, you're going to go and build this business and you need five people to help you do it. Right. Well, the first question is, do you want them right near you? <laughs> do you want them in Houston? Do you want them within a mile of you? Do you want them to travel into an office? Probably not. You want your, that capital to invest. So why even get an office, right? So then if you don't have an office and you're not going to be next to these people, then let's think about where you're going to hire them. Let's go to New York. Let's go to Chicago. Let's go to London, you know, and, and let's think about privacy laws and all that. But But let's think about, well, we want the flexibility, right? But ultimately, if you do that, and then Houston gets flooded, then you've still got 80% of your workforce still working, right? And that's, that's, a, that's a big impact. And, and, and this whole concept of let's have everyone in the same room, 
why? Technology su supports not doing that now. And actually, there are studies out there that show that the, the biggest technological um, uh, onboarding and success of onboarding of, of technology solutions around Microsoft Teams and Office 365 tends to be when the groups of, of people are, are dispersed and they can't be next to each other and they're forced to use technology to utilize it and then your productivity goes up. So there are studies out there that demonstrate that that is a, a byproduct of creating a flexible working arrangement with your staff and your business that allows you to then be as flexible as you like. And, and it's all those things that you just mentioned, those floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, those types of things that then aren't necessarily a problem because they're regional impacting, you know, and so it's, it's, it's that concept. Jed, uh, at this point in the podcast, I used to ask people, what are you seeing in Q3 and Q4 this year? And now I've decided that that is uh, too short-sighted a look because <laughs> yeah. I, I we laughed at this a little bit earlier. I think we're in for this at least for another full year and perhaps even another 18 months. Uh, is that something that you're seeing or at least having conversations around? And if we have to move into the summer of 2021 and then Q3 and Q4 of 2021, uh, what types of conversations are you having with your clients? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of defining it as um, as when COVID hit, it was, you know, it was kind of disaster, right? And then, uh, and then now we're, we're we're calling it the recovery phase that we're in, and, and we're kind of applying that across the board. Uh, where we get back to what we call business as usual um, is anyone's guess, and I would agree with you. I think I think that um, we're starting to see um, resurgences across the globe, and we don't have control over it. Um, you know. It's only my personal opinion that, that I think that, you know, once we have a vaccine, that's probably what, what the what the solution really is. And I don't think we can count on anything properly recovering until we have something successful like that. Um, I think that uh, I think business is going to be done and it is being done. And that's great. And I think we're, we, you know, as as business owners and, and business people, we're doing well um, to create the business that's happening right now. But I really think that, um, you know, talking to my clients in particular, them giving their leases up until until the mid-2021 and then they'll assess it at that point tells you really where the market's feeling it's going right now. And that's not, you know, I don't think that they're being overdramatic in saying that. I do believe that that's, the, that's a reasonable expectation. But on that thought, um, Tom, is, is I reckon the, uh, the, the real estate market in the big cities is going to have a huge issue. Early. What that that's one of the big byproducts that I'm hearing of of all of the things that I'm hearing is that I think that's going to be huge. Um, you know, these these huge buildings are going to be sitting there with floors vacant for years to come, I think. Jed, unfortunately we are near the end of our time for this podcast, but I was wondering if anyone wanted any more information on line data technology services or really maybe to even follow up with you about anything we've talked about in this podcast, where could they go or how could they find you? Yeah, sure. I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn under Jake Gardner. Just look for the Line Data logo and I'll, I'm on there. Um, my, my cell phone number is 203-892-2515. Also, uh, we have uh, the Line Data website, www.linedata.com. If you look under services there, you'll find technology services. Well, Jed, uh, as we move forward in the era of COVID-19 and coronavirus, 
uh, to our next phase. I hope that I might perhaps be able to call upon you again to see where you and Line Data Technology and your clients are and perhaps look into the future again. Absolutely. Sounds great, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance and Coronavirus. This is the only B2B podcast which brings clear and sane information for both the compliance professional and the business executive. If I could ask you uh, to do one thing, if you could tell one person about this podcast, I'm trying to get the word out uh, about this most unique podcast in the compliance podcast network so if you could tell one person about it send them a copy send them a link do something uh, to help me publicize this podcast i would greatly appreciate it compliance and coronavirus is a production of the compliance podcast network and it appears tuesday wednesday and thursday of each week thanks again for listening and i hope you'll join me again for another episode This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.